Hello everyone, welcome to the Mirrors Made From Scratch podcast. The aim of the podcast is to share and discuss all things nutrition, menopause and fitness with you. We're huge believers in consuming foods that will benefit and nourish our overall mental and physical health and I can't wait to share insightful knowledge with some amazing guest speakers. Helen is uh, one of the founders of My Menopause Centre and I have spoken to to Helen, I've had the pleasure of speaking to Helen uh, a few times now actually and um, every time we speak I feel very inspired by her journey, I feel really inspired by what she's doing about it, so the action she's taking um, to kind of help and support other women Um, and it feels very much like there's a lot of synergy between what, what we at Made From Scratch are doing and what Helen um, and her kind of partners and colleagues are doing over in my menopause centre. So without kind of much further ado, I would like to introduce you to Helen. Helen, welcome. Thank you, Mira. It's as ever a pleasure to be spending time with you again. Oh, thank you. So Helen, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Sure. Thanks, Mira. So I'm Helen, as you say, I am 54 feeling more like 34 now which is great uh, I'm married I have two boys <laughs> it took took a while to get there though Mira yes. there was a time where I felt more like 84 um oh, yes. so <laughs> I'm sure we'll come to that I have uh, two two lovely boys they're 16 and seem to be seem to be 12 um and uh, a, a wonderful husband uh, I live in Nottingham uh came to Nottingham so I work for Boots but as you can maybe tell from my accent um I'm originally from Ireland from the west coast of Ireland in a place called Hedera County Limerick and that's where all of my family my parents my brothers and my sister lots of cousins aunts and uncles they all most of them um live live in the area Uh, but I've been in the UK now for about 20 years Okay. Oh, that's it's it's lovely. Have you got a? Is it like kind of a large extended family? It sounds like you've got a lot of a lot of uh, uh, family members around in Ireland. Oh, loads. It's really funny. Um, you know, when I travelled, I didn't realise how unusual it was in a global context, um, or maybe more in a European or a British context, till I started travelling. Um, when I started uni, I have my father's the second youngest of um seven children and he's now 80 I should say he was 80 yesterday and my mother is one of five so growing up I have 45 first cousins uh, and so I could take it completely for granted you know one of my aunts had 11 kids another had nine kids another had seven kids and I know them all I could I could tell you all of their names know roughly what everybody's doing where you know um, funerals and um, weddings are a great occasions for us all to to come together uh, COVID notwithstanding so I'm I'm really I'm really close to my Irish roots. I'm really proud of my Irish roots, and I love, I love family, and I love that connection, Mira. Yeah, no, it's it is something that's very, very special. I mean, we, you know, it sounds like a very kind of uh, I can I can um, really connect with what you're saying because that's very much a kind of Indian thing as well. You know, Indians mm. culturally, you know, your first cousins, your second cousins. When I first met Harry. Um, you know, I, I, we, I was told, well, there's 80 immediately in the family. And I was like, yeah. huh? Huh? what is that? I mean, there's just six of us. What are you talking about? Anyway, so it's wonderful that we've even got, we've got that similarity in common mm. as well. But um, so, I mean, what I really want to know about Helen is your menopause journey. That's kind of where I, if possible, I'd like you to begin um, by just explaining to us 
where it all started for you. Um, you know, what was the things that happening? What was happening to you where you felt there was something not right? Yeah. So to, to give it some context, Mira, um, I realized or it started to dawn on me that I might be going through the menopause um, a couple of months before my 50th birthday. We'd come back from summer holidays. It was September. I had a couple of weeks of these, what I would now call hot flushes and night sweats, but I didn't have those words for it um, at the time. And I thought I had fever. I thought, you know, I'd come back with a summer cold. <clears throat> and menopause, it just wasn't on my radar in any shape or form. Um, I used a marina coil for contraception. So, you know, and as far as I'm concerned, best things in sliced bread, you know, because it was worry-free, you know, didn't have periods, which was a joy for me. Um, my, I came to motherhood late. So, you know, at the age of 50, my kids were just 11 or um, eight and um, yeah, eight maybe and 12. So quite young, you know, not even teenagers. Um, one just about to start secondary school. I just moved, you know, um, starting in the, it started a new job. So, you know, life was busy. It was good. It was busy. Um, and then these hot flushes happened and it really knocked me over because it impacted my sleep. Um, so that's really, after about two weeks, I thought, oh my God, is this the menopause? And then I realized I knew, thought all about it. You know, we didn't really speak about it at home and, and not because it, our house was any different to any other person's household. It just wasn't spoken about. Um, so I started doing a bit of research on it and thought, right, I'll, I'll, you know, go to Boots and get some supplements. So I tried Black Koshash. Some friends recommended that. It did diddly squat for me. Um, so what <laughs> really was as good as useless. So and it might work for some people, and I don't know, but it definitely didn't work for me. So that really started me on my journey, Mira, of uh, learning about the menopause, speaking to different doctors, learning about different treatment options. Um, it was a, and it, you know, it took I would say twelve to eighteen months to find the right solutions that really worked for me. Um, and different doctors, different types of HRT. And I think, um, you know, as I reflect on it, and the more I learned about the menopause, the more I realized I was probably perimenopausal. You know, that's the first stage of the menopause transition mm -hmm. for probably four years, but without knowing it because I was just oblivious to the symptoms of menopause. So things like brain fog or memory or concentration issues, you know, which would happen, um, you know, I'd experienced those, but not realized what they were. So, you know, I had a period where I thought maybe I had early onset Alzheimer's, you know, you, and you adjust, you know, I'm list lady now, I write everything down. So you, you find your ways of coping and dealing with it, you know, because you have to. But if I'd known this 10 years ago, life would certainly have been a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just interesting that you're, what you're saying is because it just wasn't on your radar, it kind of takes you by surprise um, in a way in that, you know, and that's also, um, it's that thing of, if, if, you know, if you didn't know you were going to have a period because you didn't, you weren't taught about them, um, you know, your menstrual cycle, you weren't talk, taught about that at all. Of course, that would come up on you like a surprise, right? So it's the same kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, a shock. <laughs> You know, it's not even a surprise. It's a shock. Yeah. It's a shock. You, you just, you don't know that, you, you don't mm -hmm. know what's happening. And that can often be really, really frightening. Um, and I can really relate to your, um, that feeling of Alzheimer's. Again, I've heard it so many times, but also my own experience where I'm, I literally just think they're 
you know, what I can't remember one thing to the next. And as and so like you, um, I think because you're kind of just um, possibly a doer, you know, you're possibly kind of right. I've got to get practical things in place to get things from A to B and done. Um, you know, you just navigate and put systems into place. You put things into place like lists. But for a lot of people, that just isn't something that because they're just so caught up in the worry. Yeah, it's something they think about. Um, I, I'm really interested about your journey with the doctors you said you several doctors later and you know you kind of then figured out what was what was right for you and what I find a lot is that people will say will hope that whether they join my program or something else or like you just said trying that black cohort or whatever they kind of think oh well that's going to be the answer and actually I think what I'm more interested in is a that it's very very individual and what works for you doesn't necessarily work for me but also that thing of you've had to kind of navigate your way through what finally did work for you. What was that like? So how did you approach your doctors? How was that kind of, what was that journey like? Cause that's, that's fraught with, um, fraught with anxiety. Yeah, it is. So I went to, I went to my GP and got prescribed patches, but they irritated my skin. It didn't really work. You know, we tried something else. The, the, real light bulb moment for me was when I spoke to Claire, Dr. Claire Spencer, who's now, you know, the founding partner with me with at my menopause center. Claire and I have been friends for a decade. Our kids, when I moved to, when we moved to Harrogate um, and my kids started a new school, Claire's kids went to the same school and we became friends. Um, and I knew she was training to be a menopause specialist. So she's a, a, a GP um with a you know incredible experience in women's health um and I opened up to her because again it wasn't something that I would have spoken to any of my friends about Mira I'm you know I'm quite a private person I, I spoke yeah. my husband is brilliant and he's been really supportive but I was I just felt I really needed to speak to somebody that I could trust and ask questions that didn't sound stupid because I was struggling to find information in a way that I could understand on the internet um yeah. I, you know and at the time you know this is going back several years there wasn't the same availability of books uh and I, I just wanted to have somebody where I could ask questions and get an answer <laughs> just have to yeah. do loads of yeah. loads of research and so I was in Claire house, Claire's house and we had a coffee and she explained to me the myriad of ways that the changes in estrogen can impact your body and that was a revelation to me because I think on my radar you know I knew about hot flushes and um and, and night sweats I wasn't aware of the psychological symptoms of menopause. I wasn't aware of issues like joint pain, um, you know, leaky bladder, all of that. that. That was all news to me. It really was. So having that framing and understanding helped me enormous because I'm, I'm a very evidence-based person, um, yes. you know, started my career in market research. So I really like to understand something. And that was a really empowering moment for me because I felt right now I understand it. Now I know what's going on. I'm not going mad. I'm not the only woman on the planet who's experiencing this and who, who doesn't want to speak about it because they think, you know, I thought there was something, you know, it was me and there was something wrong with me. Yes. And there, there is a relief and understanding. It's stuff going on in your body. It's hormones. And there's a lot of things that you can do about it. Mm -hmm. So, and, and that's where the idea of forming my menopause center also formed through through conversations you know with, with with Claire after after that because you know I'm, I'm a good Catholic on the guilt front so I, I I suddenly was like oh my god is this menopause you know it's going on we've got to do something about it 
And I thought, yeah, but imagine, Helen, you're only now really passionate to do something about it because it's affecting you and it's on your radar. You know, as a woman, really should be be looking to support other women through this for, 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 for many years. So, but, you know, guilt is a completely wasted emotion. And that's where... You know, in speaking to Claire, we decided to do something about it. And, you know, and, and ultimately that culminated in, um, you know, I started speaking out uh, about menopause, speaking about, about it at work to friends and family. And I was almost testing the waters to see how I felt about speaking more openly, as I'm doing with you now, Mira, which would have horrified me a decade ago to be speaking so so publicly about something so personal. But I think, you know, I really believe in, you know, the, the saying, be the change you want to see, which I'm sure you're very familiar with. Um, and, and and I think it's important that we all be the change we want to see and not wait around for other people to, to make the change. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, it's such a powerful reason for doing it. And actually this morning I was just uh, speaking on a live and I'm doing a talk on um, for International Women's Day. Uh, and actually one of the things that I mention on there and I say it quite a lot is that, you know, there's it's 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 really it's one thing having knowledge um, it's it's you know so important to have that knowledge, but actually it's only with action added to the knowledge that we can actually then begin to make yeah. those changes. Whether that's on a personal level or whether like yourself and and for, for me as well, we're you know totally passionate about trying to make sure we are empowering other women to make to have choices. Um, and I think that's really what uh, you know what what we're doing. So what my menopause center is about, and what you're hoping to provide is that is that right? That kind of choice, the 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 tools that people need, the information. Yeah, that that's right, Mira. It, it, it you know the the foundation is brilliant evidence based information um, because that's kind of the starting point to help you understand, to help women understand what's going on in the bodies, and not just women, partners, children, colleagues you know the website is there free easy for everyone to use but building on that then because then you get to the so what so now I understand what's going on so what so what am I going to do about it so we signpost to different things that you can do you know we've got the menopause questionnaire in the clinic but I think one of the most important things we call out and it's, it's a real core part of our philosophy is one it's not a one-size-fits-all every woman's experience of menopause will be different yeah. Um, yeah. and the second thing is it really is about taking a holistic approach. Now, I, 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 you know, HRT has been a godsend for me. It really helped give me that foundation to build on. But in and of itself, it wouldn't have been enough, Mira. I really needed to change, you know, my diet, nutrition. I really struggled with weight gain. So I have to re really, you know, really fundamentally rethink what I eat, how I eat, when I eat, how much alcohol uh, I consume. I love red wine, but, you know, some red wines give me really bad hot flushes. So I just have to change that. Or live with the hot flushes, which, which I can't because they get too bad, even with HRT. And exercise, as somebody who never met the time to exercise and didn't particularly like it, um, I have to exercise. I love running. I started um, with her spirit uh, doing some weightlifting. But the other thing is I, I meditate daily. So, you know, my, my day starts with a, some time to meditate, build in some exercise. And I suppose, you know, and you and I chatted about this. I've prioritized time in my life to do these things in a way that I never prioritized that time before. And I have to, for my own physical and mental well-being, I have to invest that time in myself. And that's been one of the biggest lessons for me. And I think it can be one of the most um, uh, inspiring parts. You know, we've got to reframe the menopause from being, you know, it is, it is clearly really tough, you know, 
I think if we can help women to reframe it, to see how it's an opportunity as well in life to take stock. And I'm not saying this in a Pollyanna way. I, I, I you know, I, I know how tough it is. I found it really tough. But we, yeah. how, how do we reframe it into an opportunity to take stock? We're all going to live, you know, averages. We live another 30, 40, 50 years. How do we yeah. make it a life well lived with a healthy, you know, physically and mentally uh, healthy well-being? Um, yeah, no, for me, I think the phrase really I use quite often um, is, you know, this is an opportunity not just to survive, but to thrive. Absolutely, um, actually, Mira. If we, if we look around us, at the number of women that are now, uh, you know, the entrepreneurial women that are around us in their 50s, in their late 40s, in their late 50s, it's absolutely amazing. So there is opportunity out there. You're right. But it is just so important to, to get that help you need to really do that. You know, and now, as you just said so rightly, you don't need to do that hard slog research anymore. There are just so many more books and websites that people can actually go to. Um, you know, and, and I completely, uh, totally agree that you know your priorities should, should I say should your priorities. Um, you know, if you can have a look and reflect on your priorities and just rejig them slightly, that may make a huge amount of difference. And and you're absolutely right about the HRT. I think, you know, there is nothing that's going to replace the, the hormones other than HRT. So thinking that there's other stuff out there, whether you eat pumpkin seeds or not, is going to replace anything. It's not. Um, but your diet is so, so important. And it isn't an either or. It's definitely a yes. So very much with you on that. I think, I mean, it's just been so wonderful, wonderful speaking to you. And I, I love your your tips, but I'm going to ask you, just a couple of things before we kind of finish off. If people want to find you, Helen, find your website, take that menopause um, quiz to find out more or, um, you know, how do they get in touch with you? Um, could you just let us know how people could do that? Sure. You can find us online. Uh, the website is called um, My Menopause Centre. So that's www.mymenopausecentre.com, all one word. Um, and on there you'll find lots of free evidence-based information and advice in our menopause questionnaire and also an opportunity if you wish to book an appointment to see a menopause expert a doctor who's a menopause expert led by Dr Claire Spencer and I'm incredibly proud to call her my friend and to work alongside her she's a wonderful woman oh that's amazing thank you and I really uh, would urge our listeners to go and have a look have a little wander around and see what they feel and what they think as well and finally just to kind of uh, finish up our podcast we always ask all our guests this question um and, and you've sort of shared it I think a little bit there in the beginning but you know let, let's just go with this you uh, what would you share with our listeners a a a health tip something that has benefited you uh tremendously that you would say and suggest to our listeners you know what try this what would that one thing be meditation yeah yeah and and when you hear people say well i can't meditate i can't sit still how, how does that go what, go for a just... walk and clear your head that's a form of meditation yeah, it's is. about yeah. just being still just being yes. still being mindful you know we talk about mindfulness and meditation you know a mindful walk will do you the world of good slow everything down slow yeah. focus on your breath and slow it down it's probably the most powerful thing you do it's free it's with you all the time um, and Mary, you will know this because, you know, you, you're a yoga practitioner as well. It is incredibly powerful and the difference it can make to your 
physical and mental health and well-being. I think it's, you know, one one of the, it's something I try to teach my boys as well. It's something I wish I'd known at a younger age, you know, but, but so powerful. It's a, you are, you're so right, Helen. I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, it has been life-changing for me, for sure. Um, you know, and, and yes, wherever you find that meditation, I think you're absolutely right. It doesn't need to be sitting in a room with, you know candles burning you know you don't and that's mm. an image people have but actually you can yeah yeah find that meditation um in your movement um and in in everyday life just finding that space for yourself to be still it, that was such a valuable tip and thank you so much for sharing that Helen, it has been a pleasure as it always is. Um, it's always so lovely learning a little bit more about you and you know different kind of uh, uh, scenarios that you uh, that you, you share with us, which is so lovely. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today, Helen. Yeah, my pleasure, Mira, as ever. It's, a, it's always a joy to speak to you. And best of luck and hopefully we'll speak again soon. Definitely, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening in. If you have any questions about our Don't Pause for Menopause course, our products, or need some advice in general, please just send us a message and we would be glad to help. You can find us on Instagram at Mirrors Made From Scratch, on Facebook at Mirrors MFS, and our website, mirrorsmadefromscratch.co.uk.